stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our review of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. This time we're taking a look at the Guardian and Rogue multi-class cards Snipe, Old Shotgun, and Quickdraw Holster. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Just a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisperer in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or are good in one particular investigator get a Blessed Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the optional list of taboos or that are just bad for the game get a Curse Token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these reviews. If you'd like to support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to Patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Chitty for the art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the new Whisper in Darkness logo, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. We are back with our review of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. This time around, we are taking a look at the Guardian slash Rogue multi-class cards. The first card is Snipe. It is a free event that costs one experience point. It has combat and agility skill icons, the tactic trait. During the next fight action you perform this turn, using a ranged or firearm asset, treat each Skull, Cultist, Tablet, Elder Thing, or Autofail token you reveal as a zero token. This action does not provoke attacks of opportunity. Thoughts on Snipe? Why doesn't this card say fast? If this card said fast, it would be so good. Yeah. But the fact that it doesn't say fast really restricts this to pretty much parallel Roland, unfortunately. Oh, I see what you mean. So, like, when I look at this, I see Eat Lead. Is it? Yeah, it's Eat Lead level zero. Mm -hmm. That basically does the same thing. You know, you you're more likely to land your firearm attack, but except Eat Lead level zero doesn't cost an action to play. And I don't see Eat Lead level zero showing up in every single Guardian deck on uh, Arkham TV. So why? I don't see Snipe is just just kind of worse than Eat Lead level zero. So why play this? Like this, this sort of feels like Premonition in a way. It's like a restrictive Premonition if you think about it that way. Yeah, and Premonition's fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great comparison. And yeah. and like that being said, like being able to turn the auto fail into a zero is a powerful ability. Like yeah. being able to like guarantee those last couple of points of damage on a boss is pretty good. Yeah. So it's like it's well, like we've got really that. we've got it's, a toe to toe. It true. Yeah. Toe to toe is a great card, but this is like yeah. it's so close to being so good, and then yeah, it just maybe, like it it just fumbles over that last hurdle. Maybe they maybe maybe it's a typo and it's supposed to say fast because that would make sense. Yeah, I think, I mean, the biggest issue with this card is that it is not fast, so you're taking an action to play this, which if you need to fight a bunch of turn, you're sacrificing one of those fights to play this in the hopes that you're improving your odds of landing that shot. Now, you can make this card fast. Uh, Nate alluded to playing this in parallel. Roland, who has the Directive Red Tape that can make a tactic fast, 
You can also use Chuck Fergus to make this fast. However, that's a 5XP solution. I mean, Chaos Bag Manipulation is fairly rare in Guardian and Rogue. You mentioned Eat Lead. Um, there are a couple levels of that, but other than that, it's pretty rare. Treating a special token as a zero does synergize with the Winchester if you're going that route. The one area I could sort of see where I would pick up this card is if I was playing on harder expert difficulty where you are, I think you would be willing to sacrifice one action to improve the odds that you get a big hit in with one action. So because the the variance in the bag is so much greater on harder expert it's like okay i'm gonna i'm not gonna take low quality shots i'm gonna sort of pay the extra action or in order to improve the odds that i draw zero and and hit with whatever weapon i'm i'm doing but i mean i've never played eat lead in any of my decks i highly doubt i'm gonna pick up snipe to play so as far as I'm concerned, I don't really see a point to this card. I see a point to this card, Shotgun. Because Shotgun requires you to succeed over a certain threshold, and being able to turn five, six, seven tokens into the bag into a zero is going to be good. Because, you know, that's the exact situation where you're willing to give up one action to be able to deal five, six damage. So what you're saying, Nate, is that the best and intended use for a card called Snipe is yes. with a shotgun. Correct. I, that is exactly what I'm saying. The, the title of this card should have been, So anyway, I started blasting. Because <laughs> that's really what this, like, that's the, I think, the prime, like, situation for this card. Or, you know, something that takes multiple actions to perform, like Sledgehammer or something like that. But, yeah. you know, Sledgehammer is melee, so you can't really use that on this. But, you know, something along those lines, right, where you're trying to, like, make one huge attack, and this helps yeah. you push through that. I think it's because we've, I mean, we've never received a proper sniper rifle. I mean, all of our sniper rifle solutions have been just awful in this game. And they keep they've sort of... they taboo them upwards. <laughs> they've had to taboo them upwards or change them in some way they sort of tinker around the edges a lot but never quite get it right and this just seems like yet another attempt to to make those sorts of cards viable and well how do you in guys rate this one i think in not tommy but tony in tony i could see this being pretty good because tony can take a uh, sawed off shotgun he gets the extra actions from his uh his bounties and all that stuff so he can kind of afford to to use this, take an extra action with his, his special ability, and then fire off a big shotgun blast or something like that. Especially if you're comboing it with like extra ammo, all of a sudden you're like killing pretty much everything. Outside of that, this is not good. It's just too why, slow. Why is this in the same set as Lily Chen, who can't take firearms, and Bob Jenkins? Well, Bob can take items. You know, Bob does want to play I items. Still, he's not exactly Tony Morgan, you know, or not, you know, Very or Mark Morgan. Yeah, it's like, why is this in this set? I feel like some cards are clearly specifically designed for the investigators in the box. And then other cards in this expansion are clearly intended for us veteran players who have a full collection. Uh, I'd give it a tentacle. Don't play this. Play, play Eat Lead instead if you really want this effect. Yeah. I actually think that this is slightly better than Eat Lead in the decks you want to play it in. 
In shotgun decks, I think it's okay, but... We should get it tabooed to say fast, and then it'll be fine. Yeah, if this was fast, this would be so good. They can even scratch off that this action does not provoke attacks of opportunity, and then put fast, and then problem solved. I don't know, man. I the The thing is, if I rate this the way, the way I play, I'll never buy this. Just never, I'll never buy it. Even for one XP, it's just not worth. It's not an effect that I feel I need or want. Nate does make some good points, however, that, you know, potentially if you're playing shotgun. But then it just feels like, how many cards do you need to make shotgun good? Like 30. You start, playing, <laughs> you start playing a bunch of cards to make other cards good. That starts to worry me. I'm just going to give this a tentacle. I, I'll never play this card. Don't let that stop you, though. I mean, if you if you play gun decks and feel this effect is important to you, then... By all means, it's certainly cheap enough at 1 XP. You can't really go wrong there, and turning a token into a zero can have some use, but uh, yeah, this is not a card that I will be uh, playing anytime soon. That brings us to the old shotgun. Oh, shotguns. It is a free asset that costs two experience point, and... When I say free asset, you know what's coming. There's got to be some sort of catch. And uh, believe you me, this one is full of catches. It has a combat skill icon, item, weapon, and firearm trait. Uses zero ammo. While playing an event, treat old shotgun's uses value as two. As an action, you can spend an ammo. Fight, you get plus three combat for this attack instead of its standard damage. This attack's damage is equal to the amount you succeeded by or fail by if you fail and would damage another investigator to a minimum of one to a maximum of three. And this takes up two hand slots. Okay, this one gets a tentacle from me based on game text alone because this one is going to need an FAQ all of its own to help explain to players how this card actually works because the game text is very confusing basically if you want this card to enter play with ammo you have to use an event to get it into play so you're playing a card like ever vigilant or you're playing a card like sleight of hand or you owe me one or untimely transaction in order to get this into play now you can also use Trixie plays that I would never have thought of. I had to look all these up. Um, Dexter Drake can do it. If he plays an event that requires a skill test, like Backstab, say, because it requires a skill test, you play Backstab, and then you use Dexter's free triggered ability to sneak this thing into play while you are playing the event. Thus, you get the two ammo. You can also do this with Joey the Rat Vigil, uh, an ally who was released way back in Undimensioned and Unseen, or the Dunwich Legacy at some point. There's an upgraded version. He can do something similar. Basically, if you want to get this thing into play with ammo, you're going to have to jump through some hoops. I admittedly thought that that text was solely there for Swift Reload, because otherwise Swift Reload wouldn't put any ammo on it. I, okay. I I honestly that's what didn't... I was guessing they were doing here. Yeah, because... I didn't even consider any of that nonsense what you were talking about. Yeah, because I'm thinking you play this, you play the um, you play the sleight of hand, you put this thing into play. 
then the use's value drops to zero because you've stopped playing the event. So it has so the ammo disappears. I was like, what? <laughs> so like, Wait, I'm still confused. You... Like, it, it just says treated <laughs> as two, right? Like, it doesn't. It doesn't say it comes into play with two ammo. That would have made sense. But the way it's worded, like to me, it just it feels like it's just there to interact with swift reload. Like I almost understood it if it was if it, if it was like okay, you get an empty shotgun. Okay, you your shot you have a shotgun, it's empty. You've got to play another card to give it ammo. Okay, I can understand that you have to play another card to give it ammo, and then once you give it ammo, it's pretty good. But like, what Dexter mid test can like give it ammo, and then what happens to the ammo after the event is done? Does it go away or is it not? And all this work for three damage maximum i mean it's really good like if you could if you could for two xp you have an, a weapon that can deal three damage that's pretty good i did tell you why there was a catch when I, <laughs> what the heck? why is this in the set like and then you want this is for lily <laughs> this is for bob <laughs> like, i don't understand like, how is Bob playing this? Is he using, like, untimely <laughs> transaction to play it out of his hand or something? Like, I... I this, don't know. <laughs> What's this This is confusing. I, I can yeah. honestly say this is another card that I will probably never play because I don't really understand it. I've I've read, you know, I, I checked ArkhamDB because when I read this, I'm like, I don't understand this card, so I better check ArkhamDB. And there are some very good explanations of how to use this card. And I don't know. Like, you know what I, I know what just, I want to rate. I've, I've decided my rating. I've got it. I want to rate this thing. You're going to have to do a little bit of editing work. A token with a question mark on it. <laughs> Because I don't know what this card does. I mean, if you can get it to play with ammo, then it's, I mean, Maybe, you get plus three attack you? or like, three damage. I, I don't know. Yeah, if, if you get ammo on it, that's pretty good. It's a couple shots. It's, you know, sleight yeah. of hand, you bounce it back to your hand. Then you got to figure out how to play it again to get more ammo on it. And I don't know. If I'm just going to get, I'm like just going to give this one a blessed token. You're obviously oh, okay. building fair. around this. It's not a card you just put in your deck and start blasting away. You've got some hoops to jump through, and you probably have to play the cards to get this thing into play with ammo on it, because it doesn't enter play with ammo normally. So it's a bless. I'll probably never play it, because it's just it's a confusing card, and I'll wait for the FAQ to explain it to me. Please, Maxine, explain this card to me. I'm very confused. I think I'm going to rate this with a bless, I guess, as well. Like you said, you're definitely building around this. And you're, weirdly enough, I guess you're going to be sniping with your old shotgun? Question mark. <laughs> this whole this whole card is just weird. I don't like it. it yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how just adding, while playing an event, treat old shotgun's uses value as two has creates something so unwieldy. Like, I think if it, if you just put uses zero and left that part off, it would be so much easier to understand how this card worked. And yet they add that, and all of a sudden it's just like, so how does this interact with events? How does this interact with Dexter? How does this interact with Joey? Or, like, even if you wanted to keep those interactions, you could have worded it in such a way where it says, like, while playing an event, you know, put two ammo on... The, sh the old shotgun while it enters play or something. You know, something along those or lines, right? Uses two ammo, 
old shotgun enters play with zero ammo. Or after or forced after old shotgun enters play, remove two ammo tokens from it. Yeah, like I feel like there's a more elegant way of doing that. That effect. makes that makes sense too. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Because like is this in the set with Lily Chen, like I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very strange that they would include a bunch of firearms in a set with an investigator that cannot play firearms. I wonder if these two cards were for the Mike McGlynn set. I feel like like this card is, it feels like a Tony slash shotgun card. Yeah. Or maybe I guess skids a little bit, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I haven't even gotten into the fact that it takes up two hand slots, which makes it really unwieldy in in solo. Because if you even if you're playing a rogue, like maybe if you're playing guardian and you're cheating clues, that's fine. But if you're playing a rogue, you probably need your lock picks. Mm -hmm. So then it's awkward. And while the next card gives you a hand slot, it doesn't work with cards like this. That brings us to quick draw holster, four cost asset that costs four experience points. Combat and two agility skill icons, item tool, and illicit traits as a free triggered ability. You choose a firearm asset taking up only one hand slot in your play area. Attach it to quick draw holster or switch it with the attached asset. The attached asset takes up no hand slots, limit one attached asset. And as a free triggered ability, you can exhaust quick draw holster to perform a fight action on the attached asset without paying its action cost takes up a body slot. So this does generate one free fight action per turn, which synergizes with a combat-oriented rogue like Tony, who already gets a, a free attack if he has a bounty. So with this, he can get five attacks a turn. Again, not a whole lot of competition for the body slot, although Guardians do have Bandolier, which uh, costs half the experience point or there is a free version and then the upgraded version gives them a willpower skill icon which i mean i think you can uh, in some cases that may be better i find this card interesting because we talked a lot about uh, during our review of the black fan we talked about ways of getting a rogue an extra hand slot this is is one way to do that however it is worth noting that this card does not synergize particularly well with either of the investigators who want black fan that being preston or jenny since this card is illicit and preston can't take it and jenny's main firearm is her twin 45s which take up two hand slots so this doesn't help her what do you guys think about the quick draw holster one thing to note um i remember seeing a couple players make this mistake is that you still have to pay the ammo cost it it doesn't negate the ammo you still have to pay ammo for your for your uh, gun in your holster the other thing is that most guardian weapons are two hands so in guardians this becomes a lot less attractive uh bandolier becomes a lot more attractive like you were saying man from like that willpower stat boost alone i think is probably worth it and the issue in rogue is that you have a lot of other things to be spending your experience on and i do often feel like rogues don't necessarily need that third hand slot it's like once you have derringer and lockpicks you're good to go yeah four xp does seem like a lot, a lot. when you compare this to other cards that give you additional actions in rogue we'll talk about one in a bit here like four experience to get essentially one extra fight action versus eon chart that gives you 
one extra move evade or investigate three times like this card is also limited by the fact that you have to draw your weapon first and then you have to be able to put keep putting ammo on it or keep playing other weapons you know because otherwise this card does nothing oh yeah and that's actually i think the real nail in the coffin for this for me is the fact that you have to draw this and put this into play and you've got to have a one-handed weapon in play taking up a hand slot before you can move it onto the holster you can't play a pistol directly onto the holster you have to right. kick out your um chicago typewriter to play your derringer then you got then you got to put the derringer on the holster so it's like it's the hoops for an additional fight action maybe i think um, the in with the investigator gun. The investigator that I think makes the most use of it is Tony because he has his two Colts, his two mm -hmm. one-handed Colts. Oh, because they're one-handed. That's right. I will say uh, you mentioned the whole like Jenny thing earlier. I literally played Bandolier in that deck because Jenny can take Bandolier level zero, and the whole idea was to have the end game be Black Fan and Twin Forty Fives, which are two-handed, which doesn't work with the Quick Draw holster. And you would work. You would works. P is the the oh, area God. where you start to like trek with like okay, I want my weapon. You know, so it's like in Guardian, I'm not going to spend 4 XP on this. I'm going to spend 5 XP on the hammer or 5 XP on flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, and in Guardian, or in uh, Rogue, rather, you're just going to spend that 4 experience upgrading your Derringers. Yep. You know, like I was saying earlier, you don't need yeah. the third hand slot. I, I think I can see why this is 4 XP, though, because I feel like it has... it. I feel like when designing it, it has to be more XP than... The garrote wire and it has to be more xp than bandolier level two you know because like on paper it looks like it does it looks like it does more than those although you do have the problem of jumping through hoops and the weird part of having to like sequence your assets properly in order to make it work what's up? the way i see it is like it's like a worse leo yeah I, it oh, yeah it takes up yeah. a better slot admittedly but when you compare this to like leo level level one right like Leo costs yep. five and one experience and gives you a, an extra action regardless of the board state. He's always yeah. going to give you an extra action. Whereas this costs four experience, four resources, requires you to play a gun. That gun has ammo and you've attached it to this asset. Yeah. Then you get your extra actions. And you probably yeah. need some way of adding extra ammo, which means you're probably playing either... If you're a guardian, you're playing extra ammunition, or you're playing contraband or something like that, which I've never been a particular fan of to get. I mean, it's fine and dandy you're getting that extra action every turn, but you're going to burn through those that ammo pretty quickly. And then now you've got an empty gun sitting on this thing, and then you've got to play another gun to get that and then swap the guns around. And I mean, admittedly, that's free, but yeah. yeah. How would we I rate this one? Um, I compare this to haste, actually, because haste is like, okay, well, if I need to take three fight actions in one turn, which you often do in Arkham Horror, especially if you're running pistols that only do two damage per shot, then I think haste gets the job done better. I would agree. Haste also doesn't take up your body slot. Exactly. And haste also lets you do other things like draw, draw, get a third draw, or resource, resource, get a third resource. You know, it makes yeah. everything more efficient, whereas just just gives you more fight actions. It doesn't even make you better at those fight actions. You know what I think happened here? I think they ended up with an extra um, piece of art for uh, Delilah Rourke, the fan favorite, and they had to use her. And you know what I also think? I think this was supposed to be in the Mike McGlenn set. 
I really all three of these cards scream like McGlenn to me. Yeah. Mm. yeah, they do. So uh, how would you rate this one, Nate? I want to give it a tentacle. Unfortunately, it's just it's too expensive, both in resources and experience, for what it really doesn't do. I I feel like this is going to be one of those cards that you look at with rose tinted glasses for a little while but then you play it and you sort of realize like this is clunky this doesn't do what i wanted to do and if you want extra actions just play something like leo deluca or ace in the hold or you know something along those lines oh yeah i didn't i hadn't even thought of ace of the hole i mean i was comparing it to haste which i think does this card's job like way more efficiently but ace in the hole yeah absolutely play that instead that being said i think i'm going to give it an elder thing because at least it's not like absolutely terrible if it's it's over costed xp wise i understand why but if you're just swimming in xp then yeah i'll give us another thing for that reason alone i mean it's kind of cool I really think this was supposed. All three of these cards is supposed to be in the Mike McGlenn expansion, and that would make sense. And I've I have a feeling this is the. You know how in every cycle there's like this preview card that like previews what's coming next. Well, I have a feeling. I have a feeling, guys, it's going to be the urban expansion. Well, well, well. This is too much XP. And too many resources. I don't know. I I don't think I can give this a tentacle. Probably an elder thing but again like you say leo deluca costs one xp or you can just stick with the level zero version and get an extra action seems like a lot of work and rigmarole to uh i mean maybe i guess you might consider this a blessed token but seems like it could go in too many investigators for that so i'll stick with elder thing again probably a card i won't play all that often just seems like it's too expensive for for what it does. Yeah. That's going to do it for our look at the Guardian slash Rogue cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. If you agree or disagree, let us know in the comments down below. Any final thoughts? Kind of a disappointing bunch of cards. Yeah. I f a lot of these cards, I think, look better on paper than they perform in practice. And old shotgun is just confusing and weird, and the fact that it like interacts very strangely with things like Dexter or Illicit or Fence or there's just so many weird things that you do with that card. It just makes it confusing. And Snipe is just why doesn't it say fast? Uh, I just why is this in Lily's set? I don't know. All three of these, but I'm calling it now. Mike McGlenn is going to be the is going to be in the next set gonna gonna call it now these were for mike mcglenn that's gonna do it for this episode if you enjoyed what you hear remember to like comment and subscribe if you need to contact me i can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com i'm also on twitter at manfromlang until the stars are right keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer take care out there and happy investigating